Good evening. It is time for today's Tax Talk. I'm your host. I'm attorney Stephen Leahy. It is Monday, January 30th, the year of our Lord, 2023. And there was a great article today. Kind of captured what I've been saying all along. And so that's what I wanted to talk about. I'm your host. Let's do it here. Why do I have that? It is Monday, January 30th, the year of our... I can't have that on. (laughs) Okay, so here we go. Uh... Let's, well, let's just start the show. Yeah, one of these days I'll get a flawless beginning of the show. Eh, we'll see how that works. <laughs> it is what it is. But this is what happens when you self-produce. I could have a whole staff. That wouldn't happen. But I don't have a staff, so that sometimes happens. Uh, anyway, this is a great article. Again, it kind of captures what I've been saying all along uh, about what's going on with the Cash App and the American, um, well, the, all of the whole, everything going on with the IRS, right? It's a it's a hodgepodge of things, and I, and when they tell you that the that only people making more than four hundred thousand dollars are going to be impacted by by the IRS. Uh, and their additional budgets. It's just not true. It can't be true. You know, one of the things that's going to happen is just with these, with the K-1s, I'm not sorry, the 1099-Ks and the increase of 1099-Bs and and all of these information returns. This is all going to hit, this is not going to hit the rich people. It's going to hit regular Americans. And it's going to make your tax year a, a nightmare. Just because you're going to have to keep records and keep track of everything, because if you don't, they're going to tax you on it. That's just the way it's going to work. So let's let's look go right to the article. Again, it's a good article, and and I think you'll uh, you may enjoy it as much as me. Eh, maybe not that much. <laughs> let's see. Okay. Why not? Okay. Here we go. Yeah, we'll try that again. We'll try it again. I thought we'd try it again. Okay, here we go. (laughs) IRS cash grab with fantasy sports is about to hit Americans like a truck, tax experts say. Again, they're using sports, you know, these uh, um, fantasy sports, because so many people are involved in fantasy sports nowadays. Um, and they don't realize the, the, how this is going to affect them. I mean, it's not like people are made. Some people make money at fantasy. I get that. And I know that there's some small wagers going on between friends. and I get that, too. But I don't think people understand what's, you know, the, the impact that this is going to have. And if it's going to hit the fantasy sports, you know, eBay, I mean, going to lunch with your friends. And I know they tell you, oh, no, this is not taxable. It doesn't matter, and as I mentioned before, it doesn't matter if it's taxable or not. It's the headache of you having to keep records and explain it all. And, you know, that's where we're going now is that we're going to have to keep a detailed record of every dollar that comes into our our possession because the IRS is going to want to know where it came from and they're going to want to know where it went. And you're going to have to explain it or pay taxes. Just that's just the bottom line. So 
uh, tax expert Bruce Wiley, is it Wiley? Wooly? Said to taxes and audits will increase. Well, again, I, I, I'm an attorney, so I can't be a tax expert. But I can be, uh, you know, I, I am an attorney, and I do handle this all the time. And I tell people this, very similar to what he's saying. I've been saying this for a long time. According to tax experts, I am a tax professional, not a tax expert. New, new Internal Revenue Service rules could cause a sizable increase in audits and taxes on Americans. Huh, where'd you hear that? Especially uh, those using transaction services like Venmo and PayPal for fantasy sports. Well, I would say especially those using Venmo and PayPal for anything, including fantasy sports. CPA and tax expert attorney Bruce Wiley, which I I don't know if it's Wiley or Willie, told Fox News Digital that the new changes are so overbroad that they constitute one of the largest cash grabs by the government in recent memory. And we're likely to hit taxpayers like a truck. That's why I use a truck. Again, I think it's very appropriate. It's a very symbolism. It's it's very appropriate because it's going to hit people like a truck. Most Americans are about to get run over and they have no idea. If they're not prepared for for it, things could get pretty ugly for people. The American Rescue Plan Act of 2021 amended a code section that decreased the minimum threshold by reporting by third-party settlement organizations from $20,000 annually in cases of 200 or more transactions to $600 annually, regardless of the number of transactions. Um, I've reported, there was a report that the uh, taxpayer advocate, United States taxpayer advocate, Aaron, I forget what her last name is, uh, said last week she expected, they now they pause this, so this they give us a transition year, but she expects this to double the number of, of information returns reported every year. Now, I don't know if she means 1099s or 1099Ks, but even that, that anyone, or information returns in general. Last year, I don't know in 2022, those numbers haven't come out. But in 2021, the the number of information returns was 4.7 billion. Well, so if they double now, you're talking about 10 billion, nearly 10 billion information returns. So that's 10 billion pieces of information about Americans and how they spend their money. Seems pretty arduous, doesn't it? The the code change approved by Democrats and signed by President Biden in March 2021 will require this third-party organizations like Venmo, PayPal, Esti, Airbnb, and more to send 1099K forms to the IRS and to recipients of cash if their transactions exceed $600 annually. If a sports betting application like FanDuel or DraftKings uses these payment systems, you will face taxes there, though sports betting is already included under the current tax code. Yes, you have to pay taxes on any gambling winnings, and you can deduct losses, but not in Illinois you can't. You only you get taxed on the wins, but you don't get to uh, deduct the losses. Did you know that? Well, that's what it is in Illinois. It's huge. It's this huge fishing net that's just going to sweep up a vast amount of people in America. 
The code change will likely burden those engaged in sports fantasy leagues and sellers of professional sports tickets with additional obligations come tax season. Baker Holstetler, National Nationwide Tax Chair, described a situation in which an individual sells preseason games at a loss, but still gets a 1099 for ta- for gross proceeds because they're over $600. The IRS will not know what the individual paid for those ta- tickets, and the person receiving the form 1099 may not need may need to provide further details. Not may they have to. Well, look, I, I know I sold these for $700, but I paid $900 for those tickets. Well, can you prove it? Well, you're going to have to prove it. Because if you don't prove it, the whole $700 is going to be taxable. The taxpayer may or may not have taxable income because of that reporting, but could receive a t- Form 1099 for even selling one ticket, depending on the sale amount. Somebody that engages a lot of fantasy sports, you can you can only deduct the losses to the extent of your winnings. But you better be keeping receipts of your losses. Those will be a deduction against your winnings you receive. That's what I just mentioned, right? That you can re- you can dedu- you can deduct losses, but only up to the winnings. So you can't take a loss. Uh, he said that the changes were also likely to impact fantasy sports leagues with money wagers conducted by co-workers, friends, and family members. He suggested that 1099 would be doled out for gross amount of winnings and would not be de- reduced by the wager. Well, how do they know what the wager is? A 1099 also would be issued by the third-party settlement organization to the person who collected the wagers and later doled out the winnings. Both the NCAA Tournament of Fantasy Football Organizers and the winners each may receive a 1099 for the gross amount received. Winners may deduct the wagers when computing this amount of tax due. The fear is that the 1099 will be sent out for things that are not taxable income and the IRS doesn't have the capability to easily figure that out. Of course they don't. That's what I've been saying all along. What they keep telling you when, listen, listen, when they keep telling you, hey, this doesn't really change anything. It was taxable before it's taxable now. Again, that's not the, the, the complaint. The complaint is now I have to, I'm going to have to account for it. Okay, so if I made money, I'm gonna ha- I pay taxes on it. But if I don't make money, I didn't have to pay taxes. But I didn't have to worry about keeping records, and then facing this IRS problem, because that's what's gonna happen. People, and this is what I, I gotta tell you: I help people with IRS problems all the time, and many people come with 1099Cs, 1099Ks, 1099Bs that they don't know what to do with, and that are inaccurate, and they have. And I've seen people text hundreds of thousands of dollars because of this. And they don't know what to do. And I've, and I've, we, we've won many of these cases. Actually, we win all of those cases that I just described to you. But it's not easy. You can't just call the IRS and say, hey, IRS, you know this is wrong. And they say, oh, okay, it's wrong. No, there's a whole process involved. And they gotta, it's not easy. Okay, so this happened now with, um, with crypto and and brokerage and all of this, 1099Cs, all of this stuff. Well, back to the story. Both tax experts suggested that the code changes could result in more audits and taxes for Americans or, at the very least, an increase in correspondence with the IRS. Who wants to correspond with the IRS? 
Raise your hand. Do you want to correspond with the IRS? No, me neither. Well, actually, I do because I get paid for that. But if I, not for myself. Uh, government leaders have repeatedly pushed back on the idea that the IRS change would negatively impact any American making under 400000 Legislatures are being disingenuous, he says. This is one of those things where they say one thing while they are taking your campaign do- donation, and then they turn around and go to Washington and do something completely different. The reality of it is they said nobody making under $400,000 a year was going to have to pay increased uh, increased chance of audit or pay more in taxes. That's a flat lie. That's not accurate. They're lying to you. Can't be more straightforward than that. Nash ta- National taxpayer advocate Aaron Collins projected last week that the number of 1099s being filed would double. Okay, so it was the 1099s being filed. Would double once the code change goes into effect. They would double and again, there's 4.7 billion. Much of those, many of those, most are 1099s. The the Joint Committee on Taxation estimated that the new provision will raise 8.1 billion in revenue over 10 year period. Is it at what cost to American taxpayers? And I don't mean 8.1 billion in dollars because we can look at that. Yeah. If they collect that, that's what it'll cost American taxpayers. But in privacy and hassles and all, and the people that they don't get money from, but yet hassle. And that's a big portion of this. Calling it a stealth tax increase, he says that it is a fantasy world to think that the move will not increase audits or taxes, including on some who have no increased taxable income. Yes. It if it didn't increase anyone's taxes and didn't increase their chance of an audit, then what are the 87,000 new employees going to do? Where, where's the 9.1 billion that the estimated it's going to recover? Where's the, where'd that number come from? It's just, it's going to affect the fabric of American life. He says outside of fantasy sports, they say also asserted that they, they also asserted that the IRS changes would impact Americans in various other ways. For example, sending money to a kid in college can be considered a gift under the current U.S. tax code unless it exceeds $17,000. However, the student will still receive a 1099 and may be asked to prove, to provide proof of the gift to avoid paying taxes on the amounts received. The horror is that a parent who pays rent to a college student every month, guess what? Their child may get a 1099. The code changes also will also cover transactions on Facebook Marketplace, lending money to a friend, reimbursing a roommate for rent, paying a colleague for going out to dinner, repaying a beer tab, a mother sending a a child gas money, and raising funds from parents to uh, to purchase a coach gift. If a transaction provider like Venmo or PayPal is being used and a total amount received by any one person is $600 or more during the calendar year, a 1099 will likely follow. And they say, well, you could, buy, you could check a box that says it's not business. That won't be inadequate. That doesn't cover it. If you could simply lie, then what's the point? Then we shouldn't even do it. Then people are being honest anyway. Interestingly, taxpayers will not get a 1099 if they use Zelle. I've reported on this. Zelle is in a third-party organization. Uh, because of a technical definitions of third-party settlement organizations. Generally, a check is the safest option 
to, tr to avoid triggering a 1099 for items that are not taxable income. How many of you still use checks? I bet most people don't even have them in their drawer anymore. The IRS's current information return volume is $4 billion annually. Again, it was $4.7 billion, not $4 billion, $4.7 billion, with 99% filed electronically. It was actually 93%. They just rolled out the 1099 electronic information return portal, which I, which I also reported on here. The new system is expected to increase the paperwork and cause more instances of mismatch between the IRS and the taxpayer. That's when you get the CP2000. Right, the IRS says, this is what you said on your tax return. This is what we found. This is what your tax is, unless you object. In a vacuum, increasing information reporting doesn't seem bad. It certainly is in everyone's interest to make sure taxes are being paid on all forms of taxable income. But if you've got $4 billion information returns now, and we think that might double, there's going to be a lot of unnecessary noise in the data provided to the IRS and a lot of compliance burdens. The thing that comes to, up in my mind is the image of a dog catching a bus. You caught the bus. What do you do with it? You've got to go, all these new information reporting. What will the IRS do with it? There is support in the House and Senate for both parties to raise the threshold to 5000 Why don't we just go back to where it was? Because then it doesn't increase it. It doesn't gather any more money. We already said it's mostly going to be fraudulent money. Some Republicans would prefer to go back to the previous threshold of 20,000 and 200 transactions. But it is it will be challenging to put the old rules back in place given the concern about budget deficits. He says he described the situation as an enforcement nightmare for the IRS and a nightmare for the taxpayer. You should be calling your legislature and complaining if they voted for this bill to all ends, he added. A 2022 IRS tax audit data study found that a taxpayer in the lowest income bracket is five times more likely to face an audit than a member of the highest income bracket because they're correspondence audits. It's just a letter. The IRS correspondence audit process is structured to expand the, expend the least amount of resources to deduct the largest number of examinations, resulting in the lowest level of customer service to taxpayers having the greatest need for assistance. The IRS in December said that it is delaying the new tax reporting requirement by, by one year and that the new rules would be applied to tax filings occurring in, in early 2024. The IRS said that the change was intended to hone in on Americans evading taxes by not reporting their full gross income. However, critics have labeled it as an overbroad government overreach likely to hurt middle-class Americans and small businesses. There is likely still time for Congress to make some changes. I hope they do make the changes. I've been advocating for that all along. I was advocating against this bill. Uh, actually, uh, this particular bill nobody even knew existed until after it was passed. The American Rescue Plan. It was months later that it, this is the old Nancy Pelosi trick. You know, we have to pass it to find out what's in it. So we didn't know what was in it. No one pointed this out to you until months after it was already passed. And they'd be, oh, it's not a big deal. It's not going to increase. If it's taxable, it's already taxable. It's not a big deal. It's not going to change anything. Well, if it's not going to change anything, why are we doing it? Because it's going to change things. That's why. Okay. So anyway, that's where we are. I, thought, I, I just thought this was a great article uh, because 
I agree with it. <laughs> so that's just the way it works. Um, so thanks so much for joining us. Remember, uh, ask you to like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. We need your help. We're trying to get this information out. We need your help to do it. So like and subscribe. Also, if you're fighting the IRS, you don't you have unfiled tax returns. Um, you you don't know what to do, right? When you when people are fighting the IRS, they don't know what to do. Well, and they, what's the first thing you should do? Get a copy of my book, Deal With Your IRS Problem Today. Go to freeirsbook.com. That's freeirsbook.com. Get your free copy. And I will send you a copy of my book. I will pay for the publishing. I will ask you to pay for the shipping and handling. It's under 10 bucks. Okay, and as I, I think I did this last week. I'll do it again. If you do, if you get the book, I will throw in the audio version. So you can start right away. And it's also got the PDF version. And it's also... It also has a uh, review of each and every chapter by me, uh, a small video for each and every chapter. So go to freeirisbook.com, get your free copy, uh, pay the $10 and get, and get the audio version and all that other free stuff that goes along with it. So thanks so much for, for joining us here today. I appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. We'll be back tomorrow, and I hope you're going to be back tomorrow's two, uh, Crypto Tuesday, and uh, we'll have a lot of fun then. And, invite you to be back here with us. So God bless you, and we are out.